My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Hope everyone's having a wonderful week. Super excited for today, you guys. The guest I'm bringing on, Shanti Zach. She's a coach and an agency owner who runs a boutique agency that creates quizzes and quiz funnels for established online experts. She's also the host of the Entrepreneurs Ecosystem podcast. So welcome to the show, Shanti. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so excited for today. Now, I know I kept it quite brief with your introduction, but if you don't mind, I think it would be a great time to just kind of take us back a little bit through your journey. How did you get to where you are today? And um, tell us a little bit of that story behind it. Yeah, well, I when I was 22, I found out I was pregnant And at the time I was working for, you know, 15 bucks an hour as a cook in a restaurant and I didn't want to do that anymore. So I started looking into how can I build a business online? I started with a food blog thinking I could monetize that and pretty quickly realized that was harder than it seemed. So I started writing content for other people and got into copywriting, which I is where I discovered the power of quizzes for lead generation. So I niched and focused on that and it took off. I started working with really incredible businesses, helping them build their email lists by hundreds of thousands of subscribers and creating the funnels on the back end of those quizzes that, you know, generate millions in some cases. And today I teach that and continue to support clients in creating that for themselves. Incredible. Well, thanks so much for taking us back through a little bit of the journey. You know, you mentioned niching down now as an expert yourself now, why Tell us a little bit of why it is so important to really niche down and and focus on one one or two specific things to really grow. Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured it out the hard way. I started out, I thought I had a niche and that was supporting wellness practitioners, writing for anyone in like the health and wellness space. And even that was so broad and there was so many other copywriters and content writers focused on that industry. And it was really difficult to stand out. And over time I realized I want to be known for something that is unique and where, you know, I'm really like the go-to known person for this one thing. And so when I discovered quizzes, I didn't know right away that that was it. Um, But I was working with some coaches at the time and they were like, no, that's it. Go for it. See what happens. 
I thought that it was too small, too narrow of a niche. And I ran with it anyway. And here we are. I mean, it's this really random, yes, like to some stranger at a potluck, totally obscure niche. And yet there's so much room, even in that tiny vertical. I think especially as like solopreneurs and just, you're just one person, you can't be everything for everyone. Right. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so many times we're, we're trying to attract, we're attracting all kinds of people and we can't be, like you said, we can't be everything for everyone, really narrow it down and get specific as to who are your drink customers? Who do you want to work with? And I know a lot of people get scared as to, oh, there's going to be less, you know, less um, lead gen that way, but it, it's not true. I don't believe it's true at all. And um, you actually are going to probably have way more success by really narrowing it down and getting clear on who is your avatar, who are you working with and um, skyrocket from there. Yeah, totally. So tell me a little bit about, you know, I know you have a lot behind critical components um, with curiosity and whatnot. Do you mind diving into that topic and covering that? Because I think there's a lot of value to add. Yeah, well, I think as business owners, we're looking for connections, right? Like you don't build an audience, you don't gain a following, you don't have customers without connection as a primary focus and then conversions, right? You don't have a business if you can't make sales and make money. So curiosity to me is the critical component that leads to both connections and conversions. And that's because curiosity is inherently a driving force within everyone. We're all curious about how we can improve our situations, change our lives, better ourselves, solve specific problems. And when you show up as a thought leader, as an expert, as a business owner, and you engage someone's curiosity, you create a connection. And from there, you're a lot more likely to create a conversion because if you can satisfy that curiosity, if you can give answers to your ideal client or customer's biggest questions, you gain their trust. And that's, that's key to making sales. Absolutely. The trust is key as well. And having that curiosity, So tell me a little bit about, you know, when did you start your podcast um, and how is it tied into your business? You know, you mentioned connections. How do you feel about the podcasting connections? Yeah, well, the podcast, I mean, it, I started it with my co-host Dawn Petrin um, probably a year and a half ago now. And really the main reason was to create connections and build relationships and just have an excuse to have conversations with cool people. And it's really served its purpose. Well, I love it so much. Just being able to ask questions 
like there's the curiosity piece again and and get the answers from such a diverse array of business owners has been selfishly really enriching but also i think our our audience loves it too and yeah it's it's been a really wild ride since starting that Amazing. I mean, with a podcast, you're, you're now you're globally making connections opposed to just maybe in your area or, you know, we're opening up worldwide. You're meeting people from all over making these connections. It's, it's insane. Insane. So now with these people you bring on the show, how do you, how do you go about attracting specific guests? Yeah, it's been really organic. I, started out just asking peers, people that I already knew that were already in my network, um, past clients. And those are easy yeses, right? From there, what we did was we added a question to our intake form of who would you recommend as a guest for our podcast? I noticed you have that question too. I was just going to mention (laughs) Yeah, it's a really wonderful, easy way to get, well, you get a connection because the guest who's recommending that person obviously has a connection to them. So if you need an intro, you could say like, hey, you recommended them. Can you intro us? Or, you know, just a direct outreach even to say Mm -hmm. like so-and-so recommended you is so much easier than just cold emailing someone and asking them to be on your podcast. Yeah, I totally agree on that. I mean, you get, you can get so many referrals just by the, like you said, your intake page hours, same way. So tell me a little bit about, you know, any of the different ways you generate income from your podcast. I mean, do you often have people that maybe have been binge watching your episodes for however long and then reach out to you and are like, Hey, I I know you, I trust you. I'm ready to work with you. I see what you do. Tell me a bit about that. Or if you've experienced that. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's definitely people listening that I didn't even know they were listening. I mean, we see our stats and analytics, but you don't know who's actually listening. And yeah, I've had people reach out based on you know, listening to, usually it's like they've listened to multiple episodes and they get a feel for my vibe, my co-host's vibe, and, and then are interested in working with us. So that's been really organic too. Like there's, there's no funnel behind that necessarily. It's, it's simply people hearing what you have to say and then if they want more of what you got, it's an easy yes, right? To programs, coaching, uh, working with us as an agency. So yeah, that's been really neat. I would also say like just podcast guests, like often having a conversation with someone as a guest is also an entry point into potentially working with them in some way. And I think that goes both ways. Like I've um, absolutely hired and worked with people who've been a guest on my podcast because I'm so impressed by what they share and vice versa. Like I've had podcast guests that are like, well, can I work with you? So 
yeah, it's a really neat way to monetize without needing massive amounts of downloads or monthly listens. Absolutely. And same goes with me. I mean, I have worked with people who have come on as a guest that I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to work with you in a total different aspect in life, nothing to do with what I do, but they have really just, you know, I had that trust built. I, we had that rapport. I got to know them and I've worked with them afterwards. Same goes with them working with us. So it's, it's a really good way to go ahead and make these connections that are actually life-changing, right? So I wanted to ask you a little bit. I mean, you're really good at creating that lead gen. So let's let's dive into the topic of, you know, how to use quizzes for lead gen. I know yeah, you have a so, lot of value behind that one too. <laughs> you're yeah. an expert in that area, so. Well, again, to like the point of curiosity, why do quizzes work so well is because People are innately curious, particularly about themselves. Everyone's favorite topic, whether they want to admit it or not, is themselves. And so with a quiz, you can really harness that psychological aspect of giving someone the answer to a question they are curious about and or reflecting back to them insights on who they are. And those are some, some magical components when it comes to lead generation, because what else does that? Like, you don't really get to do that with a webinar or a free guide or a checklist or a lot of the other strategies online, online businesses are using for lead gen. So I love quizzes for that reason, primarily, but beyond that, you are also harnessing the power of interactive content. And we know that the average attention span is 11 seconds. <laughs> like it's not, you don't have much time to capture and keep someone's attention. So the more interactive your lead generation strategies are, the better, the better they work. And, and quizzes also are really great at doing that. Absolutely. Now, what about emails and marketing for lead gen? How do you go about that within your business and what you coach people to do? Yeah. So, so the thing with the quiz is it's often the first point of contact someone will have with a brand. If it's, you know, situated right on your homepage, if it's the thing you're driving ads to people take your quiz and in order to get their results, they give you their email. That's the transaction. That's the price that is paid for those quiz results. From there, you can now market to those people. And email marketing is my favorite way of, well, one, creating connection because the inbox is often a lot more intimate of a space than say like just following someone on Instagram or even subscribing to someone's podcast. Like if you say, yes, I want you in my inbox, that's a big deal. So, so there's that, there's also all the stats behind like how email converts compared to other communication platforms. 
So email, the ROI on email is like $40 for every dollar spent on email marketing endeavors, which is better than any other platform we as online business owners have access to. Right. So once you have someone's email from the quiz, um, I mean, I don't typically recommend you automatically start trying to sell them stuff. Like you have to nourish that relationship and build trust mm-hmm. and follow up. And so having sequences in place that do that automatically is really key and makes it scalable. So you suddenly, you know, if you have been DMing people back and forth and like building trust and connection one lead at a time, when you have a quiz and an automated welcome sequence and an automated sales sequence, you can suddenly do those things at scale, which is really cool. Amazing. Now, tell me about a little bit about, I guess, where you're at exactly today within the business. Uh, I know you touched on it earlier as to what you do and what you offer, but I really want to just give you the floor right now to talk about what's going on within the business right now and how you can help anyone who might be interested that will be listening uh, to the episode later down the road. Yeah, for sure. So I have, I think, you know, it's kind of, unique, a unique business in the sense that there's like an agency side where we're doing done for you quizzes, funnels, sales pages, things like that. And then I have another side of my business where I teach online business owners how to do those things. So for really established business owners who are looking to completely outsource something like a quiz or a quiz funnel, the agency is absolutely the best option because we just do it all for you. And it's done and set up and you get to just press play on that. On the done with you side, this is a great option for anyone who is still, you know, in startup phase is like learning about their audience and what works and what doesn't, and doesn't have the budget to outsource something like a quiz or their emails quite yet. So I, in my course, I teach how to create a quiz from the ground up and to go from stranger to subscriber to sale. Love it. This is, I like that you have these options where, you know, you have your done for you for those, you know, um, um, business established, established business owners who really don't have the time, uh, to do it themselves that are looking to outsource it and just have it done and properly done and workable. Um, that is perfect. And then the coaching side where you teach business owners how to do that kind of stuff themselves. Uh, I think that's incredibly important to have the different options, you know, meeting them where they're at. So amazing. What would be your biggest challenge and maybe a major focus of yours for the next six months 
or a year from now? I would say my biggest challenge is just managing my own time around, you know, how much, how much time am I putting into client projects versus how much time am I putting into my own course marketing and visibility and writing emails to my list. Like I'm creating a new quiz for my own business, but that often takes a back seat to any, any client projects we've got going on. So that's been a challenge that I've just, I'm kind of consistently working through and hopefully getting better at. Well, you're definitely not alone. I can tell you that. So um, very, very common when I ask that question (laughs) with other um, entrepreneurs. So definitely not alone. So Shanti, I just want to thank you again for coming on the show today and, you know, talking a bit about what you're up to, what's going on in the business, what you offer and um, talking about that curiosity. That's such a key component, you know, while growing a business. So Thanks again. And if anyone's looking to connect with you and maybe some of the services that you have to offer, what would be the best way about going ahead and reaching out? Yeah, you can go to my website, shantyzack.com, and you'll see there's a quiz you can take if you want to find out what type of quiz might work for your biz. And you can learn more about how to work with me there too. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Shanti, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure entrepreneur and want to come on just like Shanti did today to talk about your business, talk about the podcast, we can go over some challenges, some wins. Um, In general, tell your story and a little bit about your journey. Please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you guys on as well. Thanks so much, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.